This is Paul McGann, and you're listening to the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast. All the way to episode 326 of the Five Ish Fangirls podcast. And uh, so, are we, do we want to talk about the thumb that's in my freezer? Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of the Five Ish Fangirls podcast. So glad you could join us. Let's start off like we do here on the virtual table and see who's joined us this week. This is Brittany and Troy. This is Holly from Wisconsin. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hopefully, Are those of you that... Are you for uh, breakfast along the way, too? Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> Real maple syrup. Yes. <laughs> that could be his downfall. Yeah. Real maple syrup. Yeah. <laughs> Real maple syrup is pretty awesome yeah it is yeah. <laughs> anyway uh we'll get to that thumbs maple syrup <laughs> guest stars we'll uh-huh. get all of that um but uh first we need to do the news uh and un- unfortunately we have a couple of pieces of 10 o'clock news mm-hmm. um so uh first up is uh Gavin McLeod. Uh-huh. Um has passed away at the age of 90, which again, not bad. That's that's uh-uh. that's a that's that's a good long life. Oh, um yes. uh, depending on your age or yep. I guess what reruns you were watching on Nick at Night uh, and yep. or other cable TV stations. Um, you probably know Gavin either from the Love Boat um, mm-hmm. or the Mary Tyler War Show. Yep. Um, so um, I know him best from the Mary Tyler Moore Show. Same here. Mm-hmm. It was um, I, I you know, saw a people commenting and, and, you know, posting pictures and, and stuff on, um, uh, on, on Twitter. And I was like, ah, you know, that, that's, that's sad. And then I saw Ed Asner's post mm-hmm. and, uh, it was, uh, I was like, oh, so yeah, Ed Asner posted, my heart is broken. Gawa was my brother, my partner in crime and food. <laughs> and my co- and my comic conspirator, I will see you in a bit, Gavin. Tell the gang I will see them in a bit, Betty. Betty White. It's just you and me now. It's like, oh, yeah, because like gonna be really Mary tiny. Tyler Moore, both Mary Tyler Moore, Valerie Harper, and Cloris Leachman have all died within the last five years. Uh-huh. And Cloris Leachman was actually the most recent. She died in January of this year. Uh-huh. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's just Ed Asner and Betty White mm-hmm. left from the Mary Tyler Moore show, which is like, oh, mm-hmm. that's sad. It <laughs> is. Put Ed Asner and Betty White in bubble wrap, please. Yeah, really? Right? Yeah. So when it comes to Betty White, because like a lot of people like 
that I know of big fans of her, and like I see like appreciation posts, and every time I see that, I'm afraid because I'm afraid to read. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm yeah. like, no, no, yeah. no. That's how we keep her alive. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In Betty's case, that's how we keep her alive. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he's. Um, <laughs> uh, that Gavin McLeod, not his actual name. Uh, he was oh. actually born Alan C. S. E. E. So um, his acting coach uh, convinced him to change his name. Smart move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So um, we got his. Uh, uh, first significant TV role on Mikhail's Navy. Um, and then um, he was uh, Murray, his desk right next to Mary's on the Mary Tyler Moore show. Um, and then right after that show ran, he went on to ca- as to be Captain Steubing on the love boat, which would keep him on TV for another 10 years. <laughs> so, uh-huh. so, so, yeah. Yeah, it was like, oh, I love the Mary Tyler Moore show. So, that makes me sad. Um, so, and then if my childhood right? hadn't taken a hit already, Samuel E. Wright, most legendary, legendar- legendarily, uh, I'm making up words now, all, <laughs> all of us kids of the Disney yeah. Renaissance yes. As, yes. as the voice of Sebastian in The, the Little Crab. Mermaid yes. uh, mm-hmm. has passed away at the age of 74 from prostate cancer. Oof. That one really hit me because I only just recently rewatched Little Mermaid over Mother's Day weekend. Yeah. Like, uh, but my grandparents and we put on Disney Plus. We're playing a bunch of Disney movies, and that was one of them. Yeah. It's like, oh, I just watched it. Yeah. Yep. So this is like. <sighs> I think somewhere I got one, if not two, of the Disney cassette tapes because they have put out a couple of Sebastian albums mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. him and I have them I mean like every little thing will be all right three little birds mm-hmm. some yeah. of those songs yeah he um yeah and he did uh the like you know direct a video <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, sequels, a little mermaid to return mm-hmm. to the sea. Um, so yeah, like if they he did the voice of Sebastian, like in a lot of things, not did he just do it in, the, uh, like, in the show, the Disney show. Yes, yeah, the yeah, TV was, series, yeah. Yeah, so he, yeah, the Little Mermaid TV series. Uh, there's an arcade game. 
<laughs> that he did the voice for. Uh, Sebastian made appearances on House of Mouse. So, mm -hmm. yeah, he did, uh, did, uh, did quite a bit as a voice is about Sebastian. Um, and then on Broadway, he was Mufasa in the Broadway production of The Lion King. Yeah, that's right. So. Yep, yep, yep. So I was like, yeah, that, that, that hurts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, uh screw you cancer <laughs> exactly indeed so yep sing a hum a few bars of under the sea or kiss the girl <laughs> in honor so all right moving on to happier news uh as long as you're not a internet troll uh who's getting uh -huh. on on neil gaiman's nerves uh <laughs> we've got more sandman cast announcements um so um in, now uh included with all the others uh, that have been previously announced um we've got uh david thelwis who i think most people know probably from Harry Potter. Uh, <laughs> um, he's going to be playing uh, John D, um, who is um, a bad guy, apparently. Um, <laughs> I guess uh, I really need to get back to reading the the uh, the graphic novel. Um, uh, Patton Oswald is going Ooh. to voice Matthew the Raven. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, you know, there you go. Um, and then um, who apparently is like Dream's sidekick. Um, and then uh, Stephen Fry Ooh. is going to be playing Gilbert. Um, and uh, coming in to play uh, Joanna Constantine. So John Constantine's great, great, great grandmother, Jenna oh Coleman. Ooh. Nice. Oh, this is the Netflix thing, right? This yes. isn't the Audible. Yes. Okay. No. Okay. It's like a nice, like I was like looking at the cast and like it's a nice mix of of people I've heard of and seen them in things and other ones I'm not entirely familiar with, but I can't wait. Yep. Yep. So like they're giving us like these casting announcements as it's being filmed. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, well, this, these people are on on film now, so I guess we can uh, uh, let people know. So, but yeah, in this, because I, I can't find the last announcement where we had like headshots and stuff. 
Um, mm -hmm. But this time around, um, along with like the headshots and who the person was playing, they are also giving the characters pronouns. Yeah, I saw that. And uh, apparently people have one are throwing a hissy fit because the gal playing death is black. It's death. Seriously? Death really has no color. Right. <laughs> death yeah. is death. It's like, you can't classify death right. with anything. Like Yeah, exactly. What? Yeah. Yeah. And then desire, because you've got desire and despair who are twins. Um, they're sisters, but desire while despair uses female pronouns. Um, desire is non-binary and therefore goes by they them and people are like throwing his fit on that too and Neil Gaiman is like no desire has always been like non-binary gender fluid so yeah they them would be the it appropriate pronouns sense. yeah <laughs> so yeah People are just throwing hissy fits for no reason. Like someone was trying to tell Neil Gaiman that he's a sellout. Like I was like, no, he's really he. I mean, like he's actively involved in this, just like he was with adapting Good Omens. Like it is going mm -hmm. to. They're making what he once because it's his body of work and if you know yep. they're not going to do anything that he doesn't want right so it's like but you know internet trolls are going to troll yep. whatever <laughs> so anyway but i'm excited so me too but i really need to get back to reading the source material <laughs> i need to get back to reading the source material okay. so then i can listen to the audible adaptation uh -huh. so that i'll be prepared for the netflix adaptation comes out so Dude, i can't remember is there a date no um, no we don't have a date yet so like i said it's actively in production right now so Probably, if not late this year, probably next year would be my guess. Yeah, yeah kind of what you I figure post production thinking. and all that. So, anyway, so there is that. Um, and then, uh, of course, uh, we have uh, the latest episode of Gold Standard um, now in the feeds. So, we uh, reviewed. Uh, the greatest show on earth, which, yeah, was not. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, the greatest show on earth was not the greatest movie on earth, apparently. No, it's not. So was this the return of the Russian judge, Rachel? Yeah. Yeah, the Sokovian, the, the Sokovian judge had thoughts. Yeah. So I think we would have been better off watching the seventh Doctor story, The Greatest Show in the Galaxy. Ooh. Oh boy. So <laughs> I don't Or the greatest showman. <laughs> well, I would have had I would have been really happy with that. So mm -hmm. <laughs> 
Of course, Hugh Jackman. Jackman. What's not there to love? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I felt watching this movie. I'm like, can I just have Hugh Jackman instead? <laughs> Please, thank you. Uh, but, you know, the Academy doesn't always get it right. <laughs> no, not really. So, but yeah, you can go listen to that um, in the feeds, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and then, of course, our uh, giveaway for a uh, pass, weekend pass to um, PopCon is still going. So you still have time to enter that. Um, so we've got five days left to enter. So get on that because, you know, you can't win if you don't enter. Exactly. Dems the rules. Uh-huh. If you don't enter, you can't win. And then if you don't win, you're going to have to pay for a badge. So, uh-huh. you know, there you go. <laughs> Which I would prefer to win it because then you have that extra money that you can spend elsewhere. Uh-huh. Merchandise, autograph. Mm-hmm. All the fun, shiny, and pretty things in Artist Alley. Mm-hmm. So you can support your local creators. Yep. So get on it. Uh, so moving on, we don't have any feedback. So we shall move on to this week's main topic, which is the second and at the moment final season of Prodigal Son. We mm-hmm. will get into that though. Uh, um so yeah fox we're looking at you um yes mm-hmm. yeah, just... surprise surprise fox yeah are we really surprised uh-uh. not really uh, no, fox. Fox. yeah yeah so uh when we ended last season which now seems so long ago. Thank you, COVID. Um, delaying everything. Um, mm-hmm. Ainsley had essentially in cold blood, although really considering the situation, I don't blame her, um, but she had killed Nicholas Endicott, who was the kind of the mastermind of all the bad things happening in mm-hmm. New York City. Uh, very, he was very kingpin-ish uh, with yeah, his... Yeah, that's a good his, way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. with his, his influence in a lot of places so, so he could get away with a lot of things because uh, money talks. Mm-hmm. Um, and grease a lot of wheels. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and of course, Bright is there when it happens, so he witnesses the entire thing. Uh, so now Bright has it on his shoulders that he needs to fix it so mm-hmm. that Ainsley doesn't end up in jail, which really, I mean, 
with Endicott dead, like his network kind of falls apart. And so it's kind of a moot point. He, yeah, and he was threatening her. Uh-huh. Yeah. So like he was there mocking. He, yeah, I mean, he was there mocking Malcolm, talking about how he was going to like do bad things to Ainsley. So mm-hmm. really, this could be considered self defense. And, you know, she wasn't in. Just, it's just a pile of homicide, or at the very least, she was not in her right mind. No. Yes, at the time because of the undue stress of being held prisoner. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. You could have saved yourself a whole lot of mess, Malcolm, <laughs> and not having to gaslight your Malcolm own sister. Talking about. I know this is this is Malcolm Bright, and he does not know to how how to handle negative emotions. So he just. He just like you know, he just assumes the worst is gonna happen and therefore acts accordingly. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, he still has to do his job working with the police department, you know. Mm-hmm. And then he's dealing with daddy issues too, or daddy and still wants dealing to with the yeah, with the with the daddy issues. So it's like because daddy still wants him to come and join the dark side, and Malcolm's like, uh, no thanks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> And it's like, you know, you've got uh, Jessica being Jessica. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, like, do I write the novel or don't I write the novel? I'm yeah, really. The novel. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't remember what episode it was, but at one point, like, yeah, she and Ainsley were arguing about something, and Ainsley was like, she was like mom how could you be like this and Jessica's like we're wasps it's what we do mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like at least she recognized that's the one thing I love about the show is like it could have been easily any other and I know I talk about this too with with when we talked to first season is I mean this easily could have become just another like crime cop procedural mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Law and Order, Bones, take your pick. Um, you know, ZSI, whatever. Um, Criminal Minds, again, take your pick. Um, and while they do hit some of like the tropes and cliches that you see in a lot of these shows, they will they will sidestep some of the ones that could have easily fallen along you know like jessica could just be a wasp Uh you know you're very Mm -hmm. wealthy new yorker stuck up but she acknowledges that she's a wasp and she and she acts that way she just doesn't care nope and i love it and she doesn't (laughs) care if she's got a few secrets in the closet about her family Exactly. It's like, oh, I, I just love how they just because mm-hmm. she married into a family that has secrets in the closet. Let alone, um, yeah, no, yeah. I don't have anything in my closet. Wallet cemented, rebarred, and mm-hmm. stuff breaks free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then we get to meet her sister. Yeah, <laughs> boy, howdy. <laughs> which i think is was absolutely hilarious yeah um, yes so 
um, so that was fun. Um, mm -hmm. And then, uh, so it's like, you know, we've got like this, like the first half-ish of the season, because we didn't get a, we didn't get like a full uh -uh. season, mm -hmm. unfortunately. Um, yeah, we didn't get 20 plus episodes whatever the go-to I don't even now with these days with like all the streaming services I don't really know what a typical like tv season how many episodes it's supposed to be <laughs> I don't think that would be like 22 around nine, anywhere from 19 to 22 that's the the sweet spot okay for the non for the non-streaming shows most streaming are 13 yeah 13 16 yeah. range okay okay and we only got 13 mm -hmm. with this season so so basically um, kind of like a writer strike season <laughs> yeah a little bit a little bit so it's kind of like not quite halfway was like the um was like the plot of that, you know, the Malcolm trying to protect his family and then eventually Jessica figures it out. Uh, mm -hmm. So, you know, and trying to keep her from like, mm -hmm. you know, spilling the beans to anybody. Right. And then we have two guest stars. Yeah, yeah. That, and that's Catherine like- Zeta Jones yeah. and yeah. Alan Cummings. And as much as I love Catherine Zeta-Jones, I would have loved to have seen more Alan Cummings, who, in my opinion, two episodes was not enough. Oh there my was God, yes. Yes. There that was developed, but it just, boom, he's gone. And I had messaged this to Britt. I'm just like, okay, Alan Cummings' character could be an alternate universe character from in Dylan Reinhardt from Instinct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love Alan Cumming anyway. Like oh, he's he's a yes, fabulous, yes. a fabulous actor, and he he pops up, you know, like every now and then in things, you know, like he was in Doctor Who and yes, the, the Witchfinders, yeah, witch oh, yeah. yeah, and mm -hmm. was just absolutely fabulous in that. So like when he popped up in this, and uh, because like part of Endicott's body is found. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it mm -hmm. becomes uh under the jurisdiction, I guess, of Interpol. Yeah. So they get to bring him into it and <laughs> how yeah, but he's also not only just not only works for Interpol, but he himself is kind of a like author to boot. <laughs> uh, yeah, an author and like crime enthusiast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and uh yeah just the i mean the i they almost made it seem like that bright and his family got off scot-free uh -huh. as far as the the murder of endicott because the uh like and part of endicott's network was being murdered Mm -hmm. like piece by piece and eventually it got to this one gal who worked closely with Endicott and she went a little 
she was the one killing everybody so and then she ends up dying <laughs> so people just assume that she was the one that killed Endicott uh-huh. so but I, I murder suicide done deal <laughs> right yeah so it was like I, I but I wonder if mm-hmm. it comes ba- if it comes back that maybe that maybe the door is not quite closed on the Endicott death maybe i don't know and, and, and hopefully a certain interpol agent because i was even getting slight things too is like okay is alan cummings character a good guy or is he a secret baddie because it yeah. almost seemed like they were kind of hinting it could go either way well so you know like, he is british so really it could yeah. right <laughs> exactly. yeah. mm-hmm. Right. Ooh, British accents. Are you might be bad. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the way it goes. Um, yeah. It's like, is he is is he secretly a bad guy or is he just stealing the the scene? Mm-hmm. With Alan coming, it could be both. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say he he steals the scene in any everything he's in. Yeah, yeah. It's just like when he when he walks on screen, you hear his voice. It's your eyes are on him. Yeah, and what yeah. he's doing it's just like forget everybody else you're yeah. focused on him it's like hello mm-hmm. and in a really mm-hmm. nice suit uh yeah, exactly <laughs> uh, and knows how to dress yeah yes he does yep um so yeah that was that was I don't know how I feel about that because it, it's like it, it's kind of interesting in a way to think that maybe they genuinely got away with it mm-hmm. which again would be kind of subverting what you would expect because mm-hmm. um, it's like you know these are supposed to be the, you know these are supposed to be the good guys you know these are supposed to be the people we root for but they did do something bad yes, yes. So it's like, yeah. Well, and then and Gil kind of going along with it, and not thinking to. <laughs> well, you know, I, not having any second thoughts. Yeah. Well, I think Gil was just happy to to to, to see Alan coming <laughs> go away. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> You're cramping my style, dude. Yeah. Ram. Like, like you in your fancy suit. I just want to hang out in my turtlenecks. Uh, yeah. You open up Gil's closet. That's all you're going to see are just turtlenecks. He's like Steve Jobs. Uh, yeah. and, and probably turtlenecks all in the same shade. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I was going to go with that joke of like, you know how like in a lot of like cartoon shows where the characters are wearing the same clothes, you look in the closet and it's exactly Mm-hmm. 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 Yes, that's what I expect. Gilroy's closet mm-hmm. to be like when you open it up. It's just nothing but turtlenecks. It gets cold in New York. It, yeah, it, it does. Yes. Well, I know. Were you guys that? Kind of, were you guys kind of surprised with the romance angle between Jessica and Gil, or weren't you? <laughs> no, I I, I kind of like how they left it like um open-ended 
well it's not i mean it's obvious that they like care for each other because yeah. they've been they've been friends for a long time um and you know maybe in a different world maybe jessica would have maybe gone with gill but mm-hmm. you know being from the family she is you know the, the wasp you gotta marry proper right. so marrying mm-hmm. a successful surgeon what could be more appropriate for a woman of her station um but yeah it's 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 obvious that they care each other care for each other i think it's kind of interesting that they've left it open to whether they have acted on it yet right yeah because like when she shows up when he's working on his car and they're like having a moment and it's like you know, is this going to be like, you know, Mulder and Scully where you never actually see them like mm-hmm. do it? <laughs> right. Yeah. You, the, the you know they did. Them, the kiss. Yeah. Even yeah. though we know what. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, they, they, they could be, uh, they could be hooking up potentially. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we're, we're, yeah. we're just not seeing it. So. But I think Gil could be good for Jessica. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the thing is, is she needs someone who's got morals. Yeah. <laughs> if anything else, I mean, that's setting the bar very low, unfortunately. <laughs> but you know, uh, it, it, if you compare any guy to the surgeon, yeah, or even Nicholas Endicott, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, too. him too. You know, this is setting the bar very low. Like, let's try to get someone with, you know, a conscience and a moral center and knows right from wrong and go uh-huh. from there. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. Um, since it's in the first half of the season, um, what did you guys think of um, the episode head case where Malcolm falls down the elevator shaft and we get that like alternate. Uh, it's not an alternate universe because I mean he's he's suffered a concussion. Uh, so yeah, yeah. And, like, <laughs> yeah. He's he's hallucinating yeah. really. I yeah. know he- I, I liked it because it kind of reminded me a little bit of, and Brittany, you'll probably remember this this episode from CBS, The Scorpion. Oh yeah. Where um, Walter winds up getting his head hit. They have to do surgery, and he's got this alternate reality where he has to get everybody from the main crew together to save him. <laughs> so <laughs> basically, almost kind of the same almost the same process but not quite mm. i kind of like the kind of twist was it was it wasn't if his father wasn't a serial killer it was like if malcolm never discovered the body so that yeah was kind of yeah like, yeah apparently yeah. no matter which universe or reality you're in he's in mm-hmm. his dad Martin Martin is a serial killer. Yeah, exactly. It's just whatever evidence had been found, it 
they pinned it on Gil instead. I, that was- I don't know why that caught me so by by surprise because like we're seeing like this alternate universe like you know Malcolm Mm -hmm. and Danny are together um you know Jessica and Martin are still happily married you know and the kids are you know grown up in this case uh Ainsley is not a news reporter she's gone into medicine as well to become a doctor you know, following mm-hmm. in her dad in her dad's footsteps, but like Malcolm is still working with the police department, uh-huh. you know, doing what he does as as a profiler and everything, and he's still living in the same place, uh, and all of these things. So it's like not a whole like some of it has changed, but like some of it is still the same. Yeah, and like you know, he's still working with the same people, but it's like we hadn't seen Gil at any point in like this all you know alternate timeline. Uh, so and, when he and goes he, and he was still getting phone calls from the hospital yeah exactly it, it was, it was like, until he actually went to the hospital and like you know gail turns around it's like oh okay like why didn't i it's like we uh-huh. haven't seen gill yet where's gill duh uh <laughs> i was a bit slow on that one yeah <laughs> i was too it's like don't tell me martin actually went through and killed gill yeah <laughs> like no he managed to um, pin it on gill <laughs> yeah yeah yes. mm-hmm. like nicely played yeah How dare you yeah. yeah so but yeah that was it's it's again it's an interesting way of doing the alternate timeline thing where yeah. it's not so drastically different that it's, it's like believable. super obvious yeah it's really really believable so um and i guess i should probably backtrack uh, a couple of a couple of episodes to i think my favorite one of the entire season take your father to work day yes that's my favorite too i love that one <laughs> where there's a, a a death at the <laughs> at the psychiatric hospital mm-hmm. uh, so it's malcolm and martin essentially working side by side trying to figure out who killed this killed this inmate mm-hmm. uh, but oh my goodness michael sheen's performance in this episode oh so good i know you can it's tell he's so, had so, so much fun yeah yes. so much fun yes because <laughs> like we also have like that subplot of martin really really wants to get out he, oh yes he really he really to get wants out. to yeah get out of this place <laughs> uh, and the in in the opportunity presents itself but he doesn't do it Mm-mm. you know he had like he literally had the key mm-hmm. to his uh-huh. you know, to his freedom but because his son was in trouble he gave it up mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah that's that's got to be one of michael sheen's best performances in the series is take your, take your father to work day just because yeah oh, so mm-hmm. good so so good <sighs> I, I love the moment when somebody meets him <laughs> yeah like because i'm excited and like gil has randall he's killed 24 people yes mm-hmm. <laughs> at least yes that we know, that we know of. of 
that we know of. Yeah. And Adresa's like, oh, it's a surgeon. <laughs> I love Adresa. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, she she's just it's like nerding out like, oh, my goodness, this is a surgeon. <laughs> I would have been the same, probably, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, well, and then, like, Adresa, like, gets, like, kind of her own episode yes. in The Killabusters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty hilarious. Yes. You know, being part of, like, this internet you know true crime aficionado where they you know they try to solve crimes that did not surprise me like yeah that sounds like about right with paul yeah a little bit (laughs) (laughs) oh but we get to learn a a bit more about adresa and who she is when she's not uh cutting open bodies for the NYPD. Mm-hmm. So that was a that was a, a fun one. Um, and then uh, then it kind of switches after like Alan Cumming leaves. Yeah. Um, and then switches to uh, Martin and his relationship with. Vivian Capshaw, the new doctor, you know, lead doctor at, you know, at Claremont, played by Mm -hmm. Academy Award winning actress, Catherine Mm -hmm. Zeta-Jones, who uh, is, turns out to be a psycho. Yeah, could kind of see that one coming just a little. I was gonna say, what's the whole like? I know opposites attract, but sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit. Little bit. Um. Which that, that threw me because, like, when I was posting, I thought that she was. Like they were gonna go off together. Like I wasn't expecting her to basically kidnap him. Yeah, yeah. It's like they set it up that like she and and Martin start having like this illicit affair. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you know, sleeping with a patient never a good idea. Even you know, yeah. a doc, a, a doctor of any sort should never cross that line with any mm-hmm. patient. You know, whether mm-hmm. it's a mental institution or whether you're whatever, um, mm-hmm. that's just a line you're not supposed to cross. Um, although, you know, it is Michael Sheen. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> the man is kind of good looking. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So, and I can't, I can't blame her. Yeah, especially if you're like into the whole dad bod thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of here for it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I just thought it was just gonna be like this, like you know, illicit affair, and then like you know this harebrained scheme that Martin has been concocting with brother David, 
her brother, whatever, uh, yeah. is, you know, finally comes to fruition. And it's like, you know, we see them get out and, you know, Martin's like, oh, sunshine, you know, fresh air, you know, I'm not in chains, mm -hmm. it's a fabulous mm -hmm. thing. And then we don't see him again for mm -hmm. a little bit and you know we just assume that he's with his his co-conspirators but it's yep. like no he never he never went with them because <laughs> vivian got to him first and she's holding him captive like some sort of misery type <laughs> yes, I, I was thinking like this this yeah. reminds me of that Stephen yeah. King story. <laughs> yeah a little bit a little bit kind of have a Stephen King misery thing going on um, yep. but yeah again to you know I expected one thing to happen and they're like nope fake <laughs> fooled you yep uh -huh. like, oh, got me in <laughs> um so then you know they go on this manhunt that includes uh bringing in the u.s marshals so once again you're bringing in somebody from the outside who's got a higher authority than gill you know and gill's mm -hmm. like oh, you know but stepping on my jurisdiction uh <laughs> you know it is crazy manhunt for for martin and Technically, they fight. Well, technically, I guess Malcolm finds it because he figures out that Vivian is the one that got him, and he like gives himself up to Vivian. Uh, which again, yeah. I was like, oh, right? Why? Right? Like why? Uh huh. Why? <laughs> uh huh. Uh, that is one trope. But unfortunately, they they got heavily into, especially with Bright, is everything is my responsibility. Therefore, I must fix everything. And if that means I have to sacrifice myself or put myself in mortal danger, so be it. Uh -huh. Yep. And I hate that trope. I really, really do. It is so, so overused. The sacrificial hero yeah it's just like yeah i mean there are times where like the stakes are going to be super super high you know like tony stark in endgame uh -huh. you know mm -hmm. it's like you know the the like it's Thanos the has to be stopped you know? yeah it's like uh -huh. this is that this is, is the is only it. way yeah the stakes yeah. are really 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 high in this so yeah tony stark has to sacrifice himself this is not this is not at that level <laughs> no, no. But like everyone is so convinced that it's like, oh my God, the surgeon is free. He's going to start going on a killing spree or something. And he doesn't. I mean, even no, like, I mean, I mean, he gets Yeah. I mean, granted, he's captured and drugged right away. Right. So he couldn't uh -huh. even if he wanted to. But still, right. like, even once he manages to escape with his son um and uh you know they end up getting vivian to confess to exactly what she did after a 
really knock down drag out cat fight between her and Jessica, which was awesome. <laughs> that, was, yes. that was fun. Oh. Yeah, Vivian is like thinking she's be, being all smart, like putting drugs and Jessica's martini. And she's like, it's going to take more of the Valium and a couple of martinis to take me down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I love it. This is Jessica we're talking about here. The surgeon's yeah. wife. I mean, she's been through a whole lot. This isn't gonna phase her, dear. She lives she is she is a New York socialite. She lives her diet consists of alcohol booze and pills. So yeah. You know, yeah, you, you got to think like, you know, elephant tranquilizer for someone like her, I think. <laughs> you were reading my mind, Rachel. <laughs> uh, so it was like, you know, father, son reunited and right the entire time, like, it's just like, you know, watching his dad, like he's a like a mouse trap ready to spring mm-hmm. or something. And, and mm-hmm. you know, the entire time Martin's like, I've changed, you know, I got it out of my system. You know, it's been over 20 years. <laughs> it's like, give me a break, kid. Uh-huh. Look, real maple syrup. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which, you know, I can't blame him. Nope. I do love breakfast myself. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so. You know, I am I'm down to to chow down on mm-hmm. on the breakfast food, uh, you know, especially pancakes and or waffles with maple syrup. Yes. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I am I am here for it. So, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, yeah, they they get caught up in this search for this this other serial killer known as the Woodsman. Because they're in Vermont, I think maple syrup, um, mm-hmm. and yeah. and uh, you know, because the, the the woodsman's got a an mo that they expect you know to keep, um, so they know approximately when his next victim is going to die based on you know previous, uh, so. You know, they need to get that information out of him once once they catch the guy. And you know, all of Bright's tactics won't work. And he's like, Dad, you're gonna have to torture this guy. <laughs> you're gonna have to go uh-huh. certain. You know, it's like, don't kill him. Actually, I don't think Malcolm really was like, don't kill him. It's just like, do your thing to get the information out of him. <laughs> uh-huh. you know, which he, mm-hmm. which, you know, Martin does happily like he comes out of that like shed thing just like this big old grin on his face like yeah like a kid who just got off their favorite ride at a you know at a carnival or something Mm -hmm. (laughs) just happy as all get out he was like Mm -hmm. and we can see why you killed 20 something people Uh look at that it's like a runner's high (laughs) <laughs> he's got he's like is he dead no but he wishes that he was <laughs> like yeah good on you martin whitley uh-huh. <laughs> oh. uh, it's it, just like note to self 
don't mess with him. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, really. But it's like, you know, it's like, yeah, I mean, Martin, I mean, he's a convicted killer. He needs to go back to jail. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. In some capacity. Yes. But I would think at, at this point, you know, he's proven himself mm-hmm. to be at least a somewhat productive member of society. Mm-hmm. You would think he would get bored with the humdrum everyday life. Yeah, it's like, you know, give him things to do mm-hmm. while still keeping him secure. Right. And you, you can kind of, you know, keep him happy and therefore not wanting to run if he still feels like mm-hmm. he's being productive, mm-hmm. which is why he ran. You know, right. it's like, you know, Bright is like, okay, I'm calling the cops. I mean, because they mm-hmm. did the, the gal that had been in this hole in the ground for several days would need medical attention. So yeah, they got to call somebody because they're out in the middle of nowhere in the woods. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I don't really blame Martin for taking off. No. The minute that that Malcolm calls the cops, but I don't know why he felt like he needed to egg him on like that. Mm -hmm. You know what? It's one of those things where it's like, you know we don't know right now what exactly what martin was thinking yeah Yeah. unless he was thinking that it was a lie like i'm not calling the cops for help i'm calling the cops to pick you know you Mm -hmm. martin up yeah take you in yeah but it's like you know to yeah to to goad Malcolm like that mm-hmm. to to the point where Malcolm feels threatened. Right, exactly. And then runs at him with a knife. What do yeah. you expect him to do but turn, you know, defend himself and then yes, mm-hmm. and stab like, you. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, he stabbed you once before, even though mm-hmm. you told him to. But still, right. he stabbed you once before. Don't think he's not going to do it again. Dan, yes. <laughs> this My... is your son we're talking about here. Right. <laughs> yeah. This is kind of where my brain went with this. Is he thought that um, that his son wasn't actually going to like maybe kill him, just stab him enough that like he had caught and maybe he gets sent to jail too so they're still together in jail? Mm-hmm. Oh. That's kind of like where my mind was going. Like, that could be his. That was the thing at the way. Like, he realized that he, the, call, the cops were called. That he'd probably go back to jail. Why not try to get his son to be stuck with okay. him? Stab me, I but don't stab me so good that I'm gonna possibly bleed out. Yeah, <laughs> I had not thought of that, but that actually mm-hmm. could be that would work. an interesting could... way to do things. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, where they would have no, they would. Yeah, I could see it, Brittany. They would have no point but to talk to each other if they put them in the same holding area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But for right now, we don't know why. No. Because a week before, or what, two weeks before we got yeah, the, the like- finale, they're like, "Oh yeah, this show's been canceled." Yep. 
And it's like, say what? Mm-hmm. Like you cancel this as the show is finishing its season, which has already been shortened because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And they've already, you know, the, obviously because the show is almost done airing for the season, that means production is done. So, yeah. you know, all your cast and everything and are like it. scattered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, Ugh, I'm I'm mad. <laughs> I'm mad. I haven't been this mad since forever got canceled. <laughs> yep. Right there yeah, with you. Yeah. So, and we're not alone. Is the thing is there is a strong, you know, maybe not as large, maybe as some other fan bases. And we're looking at you, your Firefly, and your. Mm-hmm whatever the show was where they sent all the peanuts mm-hmm. to the studio, studio to convince them to bring it back that I can't think of what it is. Um, but um, there's a, a, at least a, a handful of people on the Prodigal Son Reddit um, that have uh, taken upon themselves to try and save <laughs> prodigal son one way or another there is a change.org petition you can sign it has over forty-one thousand signatures on it so nice. you know that's, that's uh oh. That, oh excuse me um so that's a, a good uh good thing they're trying to get fifty thousand, so they're they're well on their way there um and the um, creators, the series creators, have been uh, open about you know them trying to shop the show around to, to other other places. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, as of a this would have been this was posted on May twenty sixth, so five days ago as we're recording this. Um, there was uh, the the show's the series creators uh, Chris Fedak and um, Sam uh, Sclaver um, told the Hollywood Reporter um, that or an article in the Hollywood Reporter um, released an article with a bunch of studio heads a chance to give their mm-hmm. thoughts on shows um are they're trying to keep alive essentially um mm-hmm. and um last uh um it has been passed over by a couple of places right now they're looking at uh well wbtv is shopping it um so they're in conversations with Warner Brothers, I guess. What that would mean as far as where it may go. WB or streaming to have. No. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm not sure. 
Um, you know, I, I've seen people give their two cents online. Um, you know, whether it should go to Netflix or Hulu or maybe the CW, because you know they got they got some openings. There's no they don't have Arrow or Supernatural, so you know <laughs> why not? Uh, you know, because it is it is a bit more adult. So uh -huh. it could it could kind of fit. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously streaming services, that really doesn't matter. Um, if anything, they could actually dial it up as far as like the gore and violence if it went to a streaming it's service. So cool, they can get really gritty. Mm -hmm. if what mm -hmm. they want to show and stories yeah. they want to tackle yeah i mean yeah. some of it is on um hbo hbo max um i've been There's watching it on hulu yeah, the first season's on HBO Max, and the second season is on Hulu. Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, obviously I'm partial to Hulu because I already have a subscription. Uh, <laughs> that's just me. Um, but, um, I mean, if we were to get it to, to come back and get it at least a season three, um, they have teased us with some of their ideas um the a lot of it would be malcolm's evolution um here i'll just i'll read the the quote from from uh uh scalvar the spine of the season was bright becoming his own man the danny bright relationship mm -hmm. was key along with the new venue where martin could shine and they were uh, hoping to have Catherine Zeta-Jones possibly return. Or something, though, because last we left her, she was in cuffs. <laughs> yep. But not, you know, actually on trial or anything yet, so. So, because she was trying to convince everyone that Martin had took her mm -hmm. hostage. Oh, yeah. like, uh -huh. you liar. If you lied anymore, uh -huh. your pants would be scorching. <laughs> yeah, not just that Martin, but like Malcolm was like an accomplice. accomplice. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, Ugh, there's so much potential. I, at the very least, I hope we could get a third season and allow them to tie up those loose ends. Yes. Um, so, you know. A third season of a movie type. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least, at least a two-hour wrap-up movie so we know for sure what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like you don't have to tie up every tiny little thing, but it's like you know that one major plot point. Yeah, as right. hanging out, it would be nice to have some yeah a resolution too. Yeah, 
little bit. Uh, but only time will tell, I guess. I mean, now that we're mm. now that we get, are further away from the pandemic, if it gets picked up by someone, hopefully that means that they can, you know, go and shoot and film everything and not have these these issues. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, a, like a lot of shows, the pandemic did screw a lot of things up, and I can't blame them for that. Um, you know, the obviously was not their choice for them to there be a worldwide pandemic, especially when you've got, uh, yeah. you know, a number of your stars aren't American and therefore, you know, have to travel out of the country if they want to go, you know, when they, when they went to hunger down at the beginning of the pandemic with their families. Mm-hmm. So, Although it's funny when you watch stage season two and Michael's talking about going to New York and supposedly uh-huh. it's for a friend's wedding. And I'm like, no, it's to go uh-huh. film Prodigal Son. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wedding in quote, yeah. quotation marks. Yeah. <laughs> At least that's what I like to think. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's my head cannon. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, we'll we'll have a link to the the, the uh, petition on in the uh, the show notes. Um, you know, go check out um, some of the other um, things. Like, there's graphics and stuff that some people have made to for people to tweet with or post on Instagram. Um, to kind of be eye-catching for any, I guess, network execs that may be on social media. Um, so you can, they're on the, the Reddit. I'll put a link to the Reddit as well. Um, so, yeah, it's just Fox being dumb dumbs mm-hmm. like Fox yeah. does. Mm-hmm. Because they don't know how to do TV. Mm-mm. I mean, they, they they're like, you know, of course the go-to is like, well, it's low, it's because of low ratings, and then I'm like, yeah. like well, it's kind of hard for people to consistently watch a show, which again, pandemic delayed things. That I'm not mm-hmm. blaming them for, but then like they took a break. Yeah, they took a break what? for what, like a month. Yeah, but yeah. then they one aired like episodes, yeah, and then and they then aired boom, one episode again. during that break, and then the break started up again, and then it came back, and we got the rest of the season. Like, how do you expect people to keep to keep people engaged mm-hmm. when you air stuff like that? I mean, I understand part of the break because I think one of those nights was the state of the union address i think mm-hmm. like there's there's no way we, we're not going to try and compete with the president yeah uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like i think another know. reason because like a, a quiet piece of my my show is took a break i think it's because they wanted to extend it because most of the seasons were shortened and they kind of wanted to extend it so it at least ended around the same time that they normally would have done like the end of april beginning of may 
Well, That's yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can understand, you know, that. But mm -hmm. the fact that they were like, oh, yeah, the show mm -hmm. will be back in like a month. But then they show just a random episode mm -hmm. in the middle of that. And it's like, if you're going to take a break, take a break. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not and be like, oh, look, here's an episode. Oh, wait. And mm -hmm. no, you're you're going to have to wait for more. Yeah, okay. that's true. That's just dumb. <laughs> in my humble opinion and i think with mm -hmm. like and also with ratings like, it, the way people watch tv has changed now yeah like, a lot of people will wait until it's on a streaming scene streaming site because they they don't necessarily don't want to watch it with commercials or can't watch the night or they want to wait till it's over so they can stream it all at once yeah which like, i mean those those numbers these days are still supposed to count uh, for something, supposedly. Mm -hmm. uh, how much, I don't know. I was gonna say, it doesn't seem like it a lot of time. Like, I hear about, like, the, oh, I forgot exactly what it's called, but, like, I hear they talk about the numbers of, like, watching after aired, but I don't know. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I didn't miss a single episode this season. I watched every single episode. It may not have been when it aired. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dang. Which, you know, I would have liked to watch it when they aired, but my TV is stupid and doesn't think that Fox exists, which <laughs> these days it's not wrong. Um, <laughs> so I have to wait till the next day when it's on, on Hulu, but I still watch it. I've watched every, yeah. I've watched every single episode. Same. Um, you watch more than once. Yeah, I mean, I only started, I will admit, I only started watching the show because Michael Sheen is, a, is in it, but it turns out mm -hmm. it's a really good show, right. <laughs> and Michael Sheen just an added bonus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, you, know, you got me on the line with Sheen, and then you hooked right. me with a really good show. Right. So, yeah, but now they're just, ugh. Mm-hmm. Dum dums, dum dum, yeah. dummy dum dums. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, to paraphrase Nick Fury, you made a stupid decision. Yeah, it's a stupid ass decision. I wish I could elect <laughs> to ignore it, but I don't really have a choice. Exactly, I know. <laughs> so. Somebody please pick it up so we can use that. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Like you made a stupid ass decision. It's a good thing these people came around mm -hmm. and to fix it. To fix it. Again, Tony Stark saving the day. Mm -hmm. We're still we're still waiting to, for Tony Stark to come collect that nuke. Yep. <laughs> yes. Uh -huh. So. Yeah. Our soapbox rant for yep. once again giving us good TV and then taking it away. Yep. Meanwhile, Grey's Anatomy is going on for the five billionth season. Right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> We're not bitter. Not at all. 
So, yeah. Any other thoughts? No, I think we covered them. Yeah. I mean, we could sit here and rant for until we're blue yeah. in the face, but it wouldn't change mm -hmm. anything at the moment, unfortunately. Yeah. All we have is hope. Yeah. Not gonna lie, I, I haven't done it yet, but I might go like skim fanfics and see what people, because there are people who have good ideas and kind of see yeah. what like, they. Yeah. I, I will I will give the fanfic community that that when sometimes either storylines get screwed up or shows mm -hmm. just get screwed over the fanfic community there are some really talented people out there that will come yes. up with in full force and yeah with awesome filling story. in those blanks or blanks or fixing mm -hmm. things mm -hmm. so at least you get something yeah so. And you know, if it never comes back, I'm just gonna assume that it ended the way that that one fanfic that I shared, where it turns out that <laughs> Martin is actually a Xerophel. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's got amnesia and forgot who he was and Crowley has yeah. to come save him. Yep. <laughs> that is gonna be my headcanon mm -hmm. until Prodigal Son comes back. And there's yep. nothing you can do about it. You're going to die on that hill. Well, I forgot which episode it was, but it was one when they talked about like the devil. And I was like, you should talk to your father. He knows a guy. And then he actually ended up being yeah. a guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. not quite what I meant, but hey. Yeah. Like there's a whole episode where a priest, a Catholic priest, got killed, and it's all this like, you know, religious imagery, and I'm like, uh, there's so much, so many good omens references I could make here. It's like where's David Tennant to walk in when you need him? Yeah, really. Bats <laughs> of holy that. water just <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, oh well, if any of our listeners uh have thoughts about prodigal son or other tv shows getting canceled before their time um you can always send us feedback you can send us e uh, an email uh, uh e5ishfangirls at gmail.com or you can connect with us on other pretty much all the other social media platforms and you can find links to those at the fiveishbankgirls.com and um we uh look forward to hearing your thoughts you can also uh on our website you can um buy merch at our redbubble shop you can uh, uh, uh buy stuff off of amazon um like I did just recently. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rive this morning. Thank you very much. Um, mm -hmm. And um, uh, of course, uh, enter our giveaway for that PopCon weekend badge if you are so inclined. Um, and then uh, Patreon. We always have Patreon. We're always very happy when people. Uh, 
support us with their hard-earned money in whatever way they see fit. Um, and um, we keep meaning to mention it, uh, but um, we are part of the Southgate Media Group and mm -hmm. uh, they too have a Patreon. So um, there is exclusive content uh, that cannot be found anywhere else, including uh, Patreon exclusives from other Southgate uh, podcasts and um, uh, interviews. They're working on a series of interviews with Southgate Media podcast hosts that will be available exclusively on their Patreon. So all the good stuff is on Patreon, folks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh. So there is that. So um, I guess we will uh, get off our soapboxes and uh, <laughs> brush them off and put them away safely for now. Mm -hmm. heaven, heaven knows they will come back out for something. Uh, we will have an ready if need be. And we shall sign off for this week. This is Brittany and Troy saying goodnight. This is Holly from Wisconsin saying good evening. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. And just because uh, the way it falls on the week, I'm going to go ahead and wish Brittany a happy early birthday. Yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. You have been listening to the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. You can find more episodes and information at thefiveishfangirls.com. Any and all books, movies, games, and any other forms of media mentioned are owned and operated by the respective copyright holders. No copyright infringement is intended or implied. If you wish to support the show, the easiest way is to leave us a rating and review. More ratings and reviews will make it easier for others to find the show. If you wish to support us monetarily, you can do so at patreon.com slash fiveishfangirlspodcast. All money goes towards fees and equipment to keep the show going. For official Five-ish Fangirls merchandise, visit redbubble.com slash people slash Five-ish Fangirls. We love hearing from our listeners and encourage feedback. You can email us at fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. You can also like and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fiveishfangirls. Thank you so much for listening and may the squee be with you.